When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello everyone, welcome back to the Rangers Rabble. This is your post-match reaction to the Scottish Premiership game, which finished Ross County nil, Rangers 2. Roof and Tavernier with the first half goals and back up the road with three points, which is what we all wanted before the game. Um, plenty of positives, a few things to, to look at as well on, on the negative side. Well, it's, we won't be too negative, but a few things just to have a little look at. Um, Mainly clinicalness. Um, I'm delighted to say I'm joined again by Craig and Graham. Obviously, we did have Connor as well, but Connor's had to drop off. Uh, Craig, how are you doing? Yeah, good, mate. Um, for the most part, not not a very stressful afternoon, which was uh, which is a bit unknown with uh, being a Rangers fan. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Graham, what about yourself? Yeah, all good, mate. Uh, happy if you say three points and down the road, and our Saturday nights are safe to enjoy the rest of it. Well, that's it. Um, I've got a big day of watching music tomorrow, so it would have been horrendous if I was standing there after a Rangers defeat or draw. So I'm just glad that my weekend, that's two weekends in a row, was it? Three weekends in a row, two weekends in a row, that it's not been ruined, so we're on a good roll. Um, so yes, Ross County Neil at Rangers 2. Welcome to everybody in the chat as well. Um, we will try to bring you the manager's reaction when we get it as well, if I can get it working properly. So fingers crossed. Um, so let's jump straight in. But straight away, we've got channel member Michelle. What's he saying? He is saying, really warming to Matondo. I agree him and Seema made an impact on the on the game. Great Seema clearance, which we're going to come to, by the way. Um, they score at that point and we're on edge. So let's just jump straight in. We'll start here. We will touch over the game as well. But we'll start here, Craig. Um, Matondo and Seema both coming off the bench. I thought this was actually a little bit shrewd from, from Michael Gill, if I'm honest, because although... I've been calling out for width to start the game. I actually think this worked really well today, that 2-0 up, we bring these wide players on, and it stretched the game so much. And, and we're going to talk about clinicalness, and, and we should have had a couple more goals. 
but it really worked well with those two coming on and, and Matondo just playing with so much confidence at the moment looks a different player. Yeah, so it, it was a point when they, the game had sort of gone into a bit of a lull. Um, they were obviously having to chase the game a little bit to, to get something back. Um, and it was quite shrewd to bring them on. We did the same against Livingston, um, where we the game had sort of dipped a little bit and, and bringing the, those two players on, in particular against tired defenders, um, is always great. Mitondo um, looked pretty sharp, obviously, from in the week. And, and, and obviously, last week, he, he um, he's come back into the, he's come back into the fold. Um I would love to him to score that goal. Um, it was a great strike, and and I was waiting for it to go in the top corner. Um, but I think that goes into the wider, wider discussion around being clinical. Um, it, that should have been a point where we were maybe three or four goals up, rather than rather than just two. Yes, for sure. I can already see uh, the Dessas chat has started. I, I've it, this is a, a debate point I really want to get onto because it's he's weird, man. I thought I think he's had like a good game, an okay game in terms of. He did a lot of things right, but he's, he's got to score goals and, and he's had a couple of good chances today. So we will touch on Dessers as well. Um, Chris, channel member saying, uh, Rabbi Maradona was again electric. Every time he got the ball, must start on Wednesday ahead of Seema. So I thought Seema was okay when he came on as well. So um, it's, it's going to be an interesting one. It's certainly pleasing, Graham, that we actually do have options to, to give us pace and width because for a long time it felt like we didn't. And we all know Matondo was, is rapid, um, but it's, it's only recently that he's, he's maybe shown, maybe now Kent's gone and, and we can actually play him in his strongest position. That they're, I, I know this is hard coming to you because you're, you're one that wasn't a big fan of Matondo based on the fact that you've seen him before he's come to Rangers, but maybe there is a little bit of a player there. Yeah, I'm, I hope I'm wrong, obviously, but when it, before he signed, I did say I'd seen him a wee bit for Man City's youth team and the Welsh national team in Schalke, and he didn't look anything of a player, to be honest. But obviously, the last two games, obviously, one being a Champions League game, which is a big positive uh, against a, a decent side in PSV, and then today came on and it just looked pure rapid. But again, it's obviously, it's our level, so it's decision-making that's always the problem. Uh, but the one I thought he should have went for goal himself, but I think he was trying to put it in for Daniel to tap. Eh, he might tap it in. Sorry, but it's positive he's coming on contributing. He's it looks he's not getting bounced off the ball either, which was a big positive for me. He's actually managing to get by players and use his pace for a change. So hopefully that continues. And also if he adds goals and assists, uh, I think he'll be a regular starter then. Uh, but going back to what you're saying, it's, it's actually quite good that we're seeing Michael Beale making changes that are actually affecting the game. But it all seemed to be like for like, or uh, the subs working on kind of maybe contributing to a, a negative uh, switch rather than positive one. But that's a, a good few times now, including midweek, that subs have come on and done the business. So hopefully that continues too. Uh, oh, so we've got a fourth person. Um, the boss has come in. He's, he's obviously confused because it's football today, not rugby. Um, but he's, he's worn his best top anyway. Oh, he's gone again. There we go. He, he wasn't happy that I, I took the mick out of the rugby top. Um, there we go. So let's, um, let's go on to the, the chat then, Craig. I can see a lot of people talking. Oh, he's back. What are you doing to me here? I had no sound. My apologies. <laughs> oh, well, I, don't worry. I, I just took the mick out of you wearing a rugby top. Um, straight away, no, nothing wrong with rug, Scotland rugby. I'm just saying watching the football today, mate. Um, James, uh, channel mate, look at this, 4.99 donation. As much as everyone states down as he produces goals like that, our captain, what a strike. I'll take that straight to Martin. And thank you very much for the 4.99, James. Um, Martin, 
Taverniers. I actually thought he had a better game today, but the um, that was prime Taverniers, stepping out of defence, claiming the ball, and then just striding forward with confidence, not turning back, not passing it, just striding forward into the space. And it'll be a goal contender for, for goal of the season. It was unbelievable. It's amazing how much better a player looks when the rest of the players round about you look better, though, isn't it? Um, for, for me, that's that's one of the reasons why Tav looked better today because people around about him were, were playing just as well. And the strike, I mean, it was an unbelievable goal. And when it first went in, you know, it was in a, in a wee bit of shock. But then I sat back and went, well, why should I be? Because he's done this before. Tav's capable of this. Um, you know, he's one of the purest strikers of football in our league. It's an absolutely phenomenal goal. And I, I, it takes it back to the whole for fuck's sake to have stuff, done it? Because I've never thought it's fair. And, and look, it's, it's a goal, it's a phenomenal goal. We shouldn't get too carried away, but I've never thought it's fair. Um, half of the, the stuff that he gets, it, it's just not fair. Um, I thought, yeah, he played really well today. He scored a fantastic goal. And I, I, I just hope sometime in the near future we can move on from Slate and Tava every opportunity that we get. Yes, although he did give a ball away that, that then went straight out there. Right, yeah, <laughs> and that's going to happen. People are going to give the ball away. I've been saying for months that I think John Souter is one of, if not the best centre-back in Scotland, but he makes mistakes that lead to goals. That's what happens in that position. He can be perfect for 99% of that game, Souter, and then make one mistake that either leads to a goal or almost leads to a goal. Tav's no different in the position that he plays. Is he a bit suspect defensively, in my opinion? Not really. He makes one or two mistakes that might lead to chances through on goal. But overall, he plays He plays well. He scores goals. What more do you want for your captain? I think most of it is down to how well Tav has done over the seasons, um, how good we've seen him. That As soon as that form dips slightly, people want to know why you're not at your absolute best. But Even Tav's form dips too. Is, is yeah, no, of course, I agree. I'm just saying, I think that's that's a lot of it where it comes from. Like, a lot of we, you know, Tav at his peak was unbelievable, and as soon as that dips slightly, it's noticeable because of how good his peak was. Um, but if, if he plays like that, and Bourne is playing like he's playing, I don't think anyone can um complain too much. I've got some channel comments to get through as well here. Uh, Chris, channel member, just touching on what we um people talking about earlier, Ram's best form at Seth's Bruge. Only time he played on the left wing, clearly his best position. Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, with Ryan Kent moving on now, we can actually use him a lot more. Um, Paul, we're not going to skip past this. We'll go. Usually I actually sort of run over the game a little bit uh, through the stages of it. But I know they also like to do that the next day on, on the sort of Sunday pod as well. So we'll um, we'll just sort of jump into the chat and, and we'll do things like this. So we'll, we'll go straight to Roof's goal then. Um, where was I last? Did I, did I come to ground? I'll just go back to Craig. It's easier if I just go around the, uh, the square and it works better for me. Um, Roof's goal then, Craig. This gets us started. Uh, corner into the box. I want to say this. It, was it was it nil-nil? Roof sets up the Dessa's chance as well, which um, I thought was quality. When he cuts in, he uses Borna as the overlap and he cuts in, which we don't do enough of because usually if Borna goes down there, we pass to him. Um, but he cuts in, he uses that sort of dummy and, and, and delivers an unbelievable ball. I thought Dessa should score at first, but then looking back, it was a bit, I think he tries to do the right thing. He probably should still score if I'm not being honest, but um, he's, he was in the good position. But again, that's quality from Roof. Then we get the corner, um, deep corner into the box. I thought he headed it at first, the way he was so low on the on the book. It was only in the replay that I've seen he's wrapped his foot around the lad and 
and put it in the back of the net. And Craig, I think a lot of people back through pretty much to score first today. Um, a lot of people seem to have the utmost confidence that Roof is an unbelievable finisher, which I think we all know. It's just the age-old, can we keep him fit? Yeah, so just going back to the Dessa's chance, um, it was great, like you say, it was great play, and I, I, I was waiting for the ball outside to, uh, to Borna, because uh, that's normally what, basically what we do when, when we use the overlap. Um, great ball in, and, and Dessa should score, but at the same time, I think he's probably just expecting the defender to head the ball away, so he's kind of caught between two two minds. Um, but the corner's amazing. I mean, I, I didn't actually know how the ball had gone in. I just saw it go in the bottom corner. I just didn't even see. I just saw it go in, and... Um, had to master my silent celebration because there was a little person watching the game with me who was who was sort of lying there quite quiet. Um, and obviously, it was, it was only on the replay that I saw it go in. I will be honest, I was waiting for a VAR call to be looking at it because I thought they're going to pick up on it being a um, being a potential foul by Roof, but I'm glad they didn't because I think looking back, it was a bit of their defender and actually one of the pundits at half-time who I won't say um actually said that it was actually their defender was actually not really bothering with the ball he was more focused on roof so it was quite six of one half a dozen of the other um but yeah fantastic finish and it's not one that we should be surprised that we've we've come our roof it is just basically as long as we can keep him fit that's what he does yeah um chris graham has just pointed this out as well um Notice Roof wasn't afraid to get stuck in today. Threw himself in a few times, tackled. Good sign. That's a really good sign because I think especially strikers, after a long injury, and, and you know, Roof's had plenty of them, they can be a bit, you know, tepid around challenges. They're, they're, they're sort of apprehensive, aren't they? They don't want to go in too hard. There was one on the side where not only does he absolutely fly into the challenge, um, but the lads, lads standing there shouting at the players for not giving him options. And Roof's kept the ball in play and he's taken off. He probably could have slipped Lammers in a bit quicker, I thought. But just that desire to win the ball back, stick his foot in, because he can get hurt in these situations very easily. Um, it's, it's good to know that it gives you the, it gives you a view into his mindset that he's 100% committed. Despite these injuries, he, he, you, know, you put him on the pitch and, and he's putting everything on the, he's leaving everything on the pitch to get a result for us. Yeah, totally agree. There was a different feeling watching today. Uh, probably what the, uh, Chris has said there, like he was getting in about it. I feel as if uh, Michael Beals maybe held him back a bit, but he's been dying to go, and he was kind of just in, in about everything. Obviously, got, gets his goal. A typical roof finish, fox in the box, knows where where to be, uh, and then body strength to hold off the challenge and get the tap in. So that uh, was great, and I think he's going to be crucial this season, especially if we go through it the Champions League. Uh, we've, Came off a, a big game, uh, a away game in the Champions League. Uh, see, especially at home, I think when we're maybe a wee bit more in charge and the players are maybe a wee bit more confident in that uh, to create stuff. I think he'll be there to put the ball in the back of the net, and uh, it wouldn't surprise me if he stays fit if he gets ten to fifteen goals this season. It, that's not just that. That's not just a fox in the, in the box finish for me, Stu. That's that's a striker that's got vision and and not just vision, mm. but he's got the quality then to back it up. Because not every striker sees the opportunity there to get around the defender and do it. And some might see it and just not have the ability. Kmar Roof's a fantastic striker. An absolutely fantastic striker. And I take Graham's point. I was watching him, and yeah, the physicality stuff and all that was great, but I was watching him and everybody was joking before the game, oh, he'll last 15 minutes. Even I had a wee joke, oh, he'll, he'll, I think it was Penna Cartel on Twitter who said he'll, he'll either score two goals or he'll be off after 15 minutes. 
and I says, well, what if he scores two goals and he's off after 15 minutes? But watching him today, I, I, I wasn't worried at any point that he was going to go off for an injury. There just seemed to be a, a, a different feeling round about him. And you can see that that's... Ding, I'm not saying Dingwall's a, a difficult place to go, but in terms of our league, it's not always been the easiest for us. Dingwall can be a tricky place. It's a tight pitch. It's a tiny wee stadium. Um, the camera angle when you're watching it on the telly is horrendous. Um, so it, it can be tricky sometimes to come away with a, um, with a result. And the difference that KMR makes to our team, by the way, it, it's 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 mental. It is. Yeah, I think that vision is, is spot on as well. Even that that goal he scores against them where he sort of chests it into the net and just like re- diverts the ball the opposite way. Other strikers just don't think like that. It's no. it's crazy, crazy levels. And, and he is that classic... If he didn't have the problems he he had, he, he wouldn't be here. This is a hundred percent as simple as that with with Kimo Roof. My big fear with Kimo Roof is, although he does go off in games sometimes, it tends to be he gets a run and then he just drops out the team and then he's got some injury that we've never even heard of. It's it's just he just wasn't fit enough to start a game. Is you know it's, I know he went off thinking it was against Aberdeen in the game, but apart from that, I don't remember too many times where he comes off injured. He just seems to pick these little niggles up along the way. But, but we, can, we, we, we can't control that, Oster. All, no. we, all, we, all we can do is just hope that that doesn't happen and enjoy his performances while he's in the team because what's going to happen is going to happen. Can I add something yeah. as well? I think it's... I've just kind of thought about it the other night. I think it's more important that he starts the game as well. So see, instead of coming off the bench, which is maybe not a, a full proper warm-up and maybe the day before he's doing... He's not in the starting 11 and stuff like that, so that can maybe affect him injury-wise. So I think we will see him start a lot of games, especially after European games. Yeah, yeah, absolutely good point there. James again with the 499. Um, thank you very much. Anyone else starting to second-guess Lammers or is it too early? I mean, James, thank you for the 499, but Lammers is my boy and, and I'm not going to stand for this blasphemy. Oh, <laughs> um, I think he, I think oh, I thought Lammers was... Listen, it was... I think he had a bit of a free roll today. He was sort of drifting all over the, the sort of front line. Um, he's, as I said before the game, he's got these lovely little touches, but he needs players in around him to to play those intricate passes with. Um, he, he got really unlucky with that one where he sort of had the step over and the, the left foot just uh, was tipped over the bar by Laidlaw. Um, good header he had in the in the first half, was it? The, the ball in, he's climbed well. So I think there's plenty of positives with Lammers. Um, but Graham, yeah. what what's your thoughts so far? Sorry, sorry to jump in because I can't I can't take that either. Um, <laughs> um, even though even though James is a, a big was a is a big supporter on Patreon, he's a big supporter on YouTube, and I love him dearly. Um, but no, the, Lammers has real proper quality. Um, and he's a very, very tidy footballer. And once he gets to grips with Scottish football, um, I've got no doubts he'll be one of the best players in the league. He's a fantastic player, and it's far too early to judge. And I, and I will not hear a word against him, by the way. <laughs> well, as a Patreon member and a channel donator, he can say what he likes. So, James, keep saying whatever you want. Uh, Graham, what, what, what's your thoughts? You can carry with Martin there, or, or are you backing up James? I think it is too early, especially his European performances. I think that's where you're going to see the best of him. But we'll probably talk about it later on. Just because it's Lammers, and I'm saying this to my dad earlier, that I think once he gets used to the Scottish game and the kind of hustle and bustle of it, he'll be a better target man than Cyril Dessers. So that's my hot take for today. There we go. Hot take. Um, oh, look at this. We've got so much coming through. This is the, the problem with the... 
Oh, I've got to keep it all on. Um, channel member for 10 months, Cami. Well done. Thank you very much for your continued support. Um, Stop changing your name, Cami. It's good. <laughs> I know. I see, I see a channel member for this amount, this amount, and I'm like, I don't remember this guy. Then it's just Cami changing the name all the time. But I think he said he was changing it back just for us, just so we could stop getting him confused. Um, what else have we got in the chat? Da, 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 da. Going for as quick as possible to catch up. Uh, Lewis is saying, Martin, is Matondo the new Kent? Won't give us mega goals, but runs defence ragged. It's not a bad point. Different type of player to Kent for me. Matondo's all about pace. Um, Kent was was much better with the ball at his feet, although we did see a little bit of that, I think, from Matondo today, that he is really good with the, with the ball at his feet. But uh, there doesn't have to be a new Kent, does there? Kent's gone. Um, it's Matondo on the left now for me. Um, I, I, I think we have got an absolute... And, and I can't believe I'm sitting here on the 26th of August, 2023, saying this. But we have got an absolute gem here, player, by the way, and I have no idea where Michael Beale... And credit must go to the manager, by the way. Um, I have no idea where Michael Beale managed to get this form out of Matondo from, because... We've we, we all seen his pace, um, but the problem is all he ever had was pace. He couldn't do anything with the ball. Um, he couldn't shoot. He couldn't cross. Now we can do everything. Now we can do absolutely everything, and you can tell that the defences are absolutely petrified of him. So the only question now, I think, with regards to Matondo is, does he start the big games or does he come on as an mm. impact club? I think that's the question that has to be asked, and it'll be interesting to see... Um, does he start against PSV or does he start against Celtic? Um, and if he does, what's his performances like then compared to the cameos that he has coming on? But if he keeps if he keeps going the way he's going, by God, by the way, what a player we we've got! Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think we we touched on that earlier in terms of it was it was very smart today from from Bill to bring him off and stretch the game, and I, I think that's where we see a really strong Matondo. Um, so it's going to be interesting if he does start one of the big games, see what his performance is like. Um, new member Jerry Hardy. I'm not, I've seen Jerry's name around loads of times, um, but welcome again, Jerry. Thank you very much for your support. Um, I've got James to get back to again, but I thought CGM raised this. I just wanted to raise this point just because I thought this is interesting in terms of um, decent three points. Sinistrin was decent. Lammers and Dessers were not. Good cameo by Matondo again. Suit was probably our best bat. I just thought this was interesting in terms of how we all see the game differently. Um, in the in our private chat, we had a, someone saying that Suter wasn't didn't have his best game. Uh, we were all bigging him up and he was saying, no, he's caught on his heels too much. Um I, th I thought Lammers was was okay. I thought he can do better, but I think, like Martin said, he's going to get used to the game. And I just thought Dessers was fine. He's just, I think he needs a big goal. And I think if he gets that big goal, he'll, he'll be up and running. But it's just interesting to see how we all see it very differently. But that's football. That's what we love about it. Um, James, again, James, you don't have to donate to my point. I'll just put it in, mate. I'll bring it up. <laughs> Thank you so much. Uh, 199 was only asking. You can say whatever you like, James. Don't listen to Martin. He's just a bit just not, a, not about Lammers. Not about Lammers. <laughs> not about Siebel. Um, not about any of these players. Yeah. Uh, Curry, Curry Muncher, if I can bring them up properly. Uh, the improvement to all the players we were doubting last season has been nothing short of impressive. Absolutely. Um, 
Craig, just on the sort of the players themselves, then even even the, the newer boys today. I know you, you know you mentioned we only sort of started three of the new boys, but when you take Raskin and, and Cantwell, the one thing I, I thought was sticking out. It wasn't always working, but the players do seem like noticeably to be getting used to each other and and they're moving into certain spaces and they're putting the ball into empty spaces that players are now running onto. Um, certain players are dropping into other holes to pick up loose balls when when someone misreads a pass. It's I felt personally that it was just it was noticeable during the game that these players now are figuring each other out a lot more, which is obviously what you want and, and fantastic going forward. Yeah, that does take time, um, like we've said. I mean, somebody said about Lammers, and I've just brought it up that it's actually his second away game um, in Scottish football. And he's been to Rugby Park and Dingwall, like not exactly the two easiest places to go to. He's going to get used to the league. He's, he's going to want to go back home. <laughs> <laughs> he is after those two games. Um, yeah, I, I, I thought, I said it in our, in our group chat that, say quietly, but I thought Lundstrom was pretty solid. Um, There's quite a few times when he, when he got the ball and drove on, I know people were worried about first half. Um, people were worried pre-match, sorry, about him slowing the game down. And there's a couple of times when he actually got the ball, burst on in, into midfield and and looked looked closer to the old John Lundstrom that we that we loved 18 months ago. Um, so, yeah, I think it, it is going to take time. But every single game, um, I'm, I'm going right into into Mark's camp. I've, I've seen progress in every single game from from the first game of the season. Um, there was a point today where I actually was downstairs watching the game and normally I'm sat there, fingernails biting and, and watching every single moment. And actually there was a point where it was 2-0 and I actually got up and went in the kitchen um, and, and did a couple of bits while listening to the game. And I wasn't actually that sort of worried about what was going on. And I think that, that just shows to me the progress that's happened that that um, I can sort of keep an, keep an eye and keep an ear out feel pretty comfortable. I think a lot of that, though, Stu, that, that has to go to the manager. Um, yeah. yeah, of course, you've got to credit the players um, <laughs> for, for gelling and, and, and getting better and, and learning each other's games and, and playing better. But a lot of that has to go down to the manager. The manager that, you know, myself included, we were questioning, well, has this guy got what it takes? This this team does not look good. We, a lot of us were panicking at the start of the season. Um, and now all you see is comments, say, uh, Sissa saying um, with each passing game that this team looks better and better and better. But what we can't do now is we can't jump into um, what uh, Chris is saying here, um, you know, being about being bummed out and then in the last couple of games getting better trebles on the cards. Let's just take it. Let's just continue to take it a game at a time and just hope that the team keeps improving uh, the way it's improving because, you know, we've, we've won nothing yet. Um, but the team is looking better. But I do think a lot of the credit has to go to the manager and the coaching team for that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, Karen much just saying the yellow that, that Lundstrom got. It, what, it was a disgrace to give the yellow card. Uh, just give the yellow card. It was a disgrace to give the foul, sorry. Uh, but once it does, Lundstrom can't react the way he does. It's, they've all mm. been told this season they can't they can't act like that. They'll get a straight booking. So um, can understand his frustration because um, it was a good tackle. But as soon as he as soon as he does it, fortunately he's going to get booked for it. Um, but moving on to just trying to remember where I went to last. I'm going to come back to Martin. We just oh. wax lyrical about Rabi Matondo, so I want to go over to the other side um, and talk about Abdul Lasima, who came off the bench, and I thought he had another good game. Really strong, 
pacey made a couple of the one thing i've noticed him he does make the wrong decision a couple of times when he gets he'll, he'll beat two players get in the box and then he'll instead of cutting it back he puts it across and and a few weeks ago i think he did the opposite he cut it back instead of putting it across so you know a bit of um decision making which which will improve but i never realized how big he is defensively for us until today because he's very good in the air we've seen that a few times um but the ball he takes off the the boy at the back post i think dander whips that free kick and it's an unbelievable free kick as well and if Seema doesn't head that out I, th I think that's 2-1 all day long so it's it's massive that these players as we've already said they're all gelling they're all coming together but Seema martin is is someone that's that's taken a lot of stick and rightfully so at times but obviously he's he's still showing that he's he's again like Ruth, he's here for the fight and, and he's he proved to be pretty big for us today. He's your stereotypical winger. Um he's never going to be consistent. He's got that raw pace. Uh, not quite as quick as Matondo, but I don't think Usain Bolt's as quick as Matondo. So um yeah he, he has he's got that raw pace. And like I say he's going to be inconsistent. He's going to make wrong decisions. But like you say He's going to be in our box and he's going to clear a header because he's so good with it with his head. He's going to score goals for us as well. Um, so people were willing to give and we and we're harking back, and I hate to hark back. People were willing to give Ryan Kent all the time in the world. Um, we've only got Seema for a year. He's only on loan, he's not our player. Um, so let again, let's just make the most of the player that we have and just accept that. The amount of improvement he's going to need to get into that Brighton team, he's not going to get it a season at us, right? So we're going to have the inconsistency the whole season, which doesn't mean that if he has a poor game, we can't come on here and criticise. Um, but there will be games where we're coming on here in a reaction and going, Seema was, was amazing today. He scored two goals. He helped us win the game. He was outstanding. That's just what you're going to get from him. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, Listen, I think we've touched on decision-making, but clinicalness is, is going to be a huge thing this season, and that's something we will have to improve on. Um, oh, sorry, Stu. Just to go back on that as well, see, oh. if we, see if we get through, if we get past PSV and we get into the Champions League and we're drawing a couple of you know serious teams and it's going to be backs to the wall for basically the 90 minutes, he could be pivotal for us with that pace, along yep. with Rappi, don't get me wrong, and but also with defending set pieces, which we have all complained that we have been so poor from for the last God knows how long. Well, you look at, you've got Goldson in there, you've got Lammers in there, you've got Seema in there, you've got Suter in there. We've got height and we've got physicality. Seema helps bring that as well. So any help we can get defensively the better. Yeah, so I listen, when we signed him, I was, I was on the pod saying it's, it's going to give us a massive presence attacking. Didn't even think about it defensively. We, you know, it's... It has to help out because I've said before, I think we're one of the worst teams at winning balls from our own corners. Um, even if the other team don't win it, it will bounce for everyone. We just, for some reason, don't head corners out. So it's, it's good to see that we've got players that are committed to the cause. Uh, Jack Spose said he missed the game today. We're going ball away a few times. I mean, typical Rangers we did. Um, let's let's come on to that then a little bit, Craig. Raskin, um, a cracking player. Didn't have his best game today, but still put himself about. Can I, can I just interrupt? Sorry. Go Graham, have you um, have you seen the score in the comments? You're on mute, yeah. but uh, but I, I, I just I was just wondering if you'd seen the score. <laughs> He's seen the score. Sorry, He's seen the score. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's um, Raskin again. A little bit sloppy today, Craig. The, you know, the, said before in in the pre-match, we could take a little bit of sloppiness because he's making the the right decision. He's he, he's 
trying to get the ball forward a lot. But a couple of times today, the, the areas he was giving them away, and even the one he gave away up top, he's the man out of position then, and, and they break and get a good chance from it. I, I, I know it's going to get better, and, and I think Graham touched on it before, that he's he's probably had more football than anyone with the under-21s going away at the end of the season as well. But he, he does need to tighten up because in the bigger games, the PSVs and that, you, you know, you will get punished for those. Yeah, that's going to come. I mean, that's where on the side you get that because he's trying to play the forward pass. He's trying to play the pass that, that no one else is going to look for. Um, so you do get that time to time where he's going to lose the ball. And if I'm honest, I'd, I'd rather that than like having a 99% pass rate and, and always playing it back. And, and I, I'd, I want my players to be sort of pushing forward and, and trying the risky pass. Um, we don't have enough of those players. There's too many that sort of go for the... I know it's about recycling possession, but there's too many that go for the simple ball um, when the more risky ball is on um, to try and sort of break down, uh, to try and break down teams. Um, yeah, it's, it's going to come. And I think, is it, is it mainly because we've had a season a bit of, of our midfield looking pretty terrible that when we get Raskin and Cantwell coming in last season and looking brilliant at the end of the season, are, are we grading it on a curve a little bit where... Maybe they both haven't hit the heights of last season, but it's because they were so good last season at the end. Can I just respond yeah. to that, Stu? Can I respond to that? Go Yeah. We're signing Eden Hazard, so um, you maybe don't need to worry so much about the inconsistency. But no, in all seriousness, when I say that we have to accept the levels of inconsistency from, from Seema, the manager's going to pick him, so we've no choice. The, one, the point I'm making is, is that he's always going to be inconsistent because he's still young, he's still learning, and he's nowhere near getting into that Brighton team. That was simply the the, the point that I was making. Yeah, you get the, the inconsistency winger, um, unfortunately. But as long as he's showing positive signs, then then we'll definitely stick by him as we always do. Um, I, I didn't when you said if you see the scoreboard, I didn't realise it was two 0 so far. So sorry, there, Graham. Also, Arsenal won down at home to Fulham. So that's that's absolutely. Crazy going on in the in the Tottenham champions, Stu. Tottenham champions. Yeah, there you go. Big hands doing it, eh? Um, go, I know a lot of people will get away for the three PMs. We are waiting for the uh, manager's words to come through. It hasn't come through just yet, so we are keeping an eye on that one. Um, Graham, let's talk a little bit about Cyril Dessers then. Uh, guy before on the pre-match, I'm saying that you no, know, I, I like what he's doing in terms of his closing down, his pressing. Um, he's winning a lot of headers. I thought, you know, his passing was 50-50 there. A couple of good ones, but a couple of poor ones. I thought he was better again. But again, it just feels like he does need... I know he scored two goals, but it feels like he needs a proper good goal just to, to get that monkey off his back. Because I think, again, it, it seems like a lot of these players, and it might be a reason why we signed a few of them, um, Lammers as well. It seems like a lot of them just need a little bit of a confidence injection. You've seen what it's done for Rabi Matondo. You see what it does for Borna all the time. He's, he's definitely a confidence player. Um, I just think whether this is, again, the, you know, it's Dessa's getting up to speed, it's the team getting up to speed. But for me, I feel like I am seeing enough from Dessa's to, to know that there's a player worth sticking there. I'm just going to admit it. I put in the group chat, he gives me heavy SIBO vibes, and he really does. I, I don't know what it is about him. He's, I think, I think, let's see what you've said there, Stu. Like, oh, he wins the headers and he presses. See, when you start giving his talents to that, I think that says it all about the player, in my opinion. We've paid money for this guy, and he needs to come in and actually score goals and 
be able to make passes. As, as I said in the, the preview of the game today, uh, Super Alice said in midweek, uh, we made the ball down the right-hand side. It was away over on the left-hand side. So I don't know what he's doing. That's what causes us not being able to build up properly and keep possession. So it's stuff like that. And then basics, like, and I feel as if he's, it looks as if he's moaning constantly as well. So I don't... What's, oh, what's, what's wrong with Sebo, Graham? What's wrong with Sebo? Apart from a, a late winner against Aberdeen, no, no much. No, well, well, you not saw the famous well. goal he scored the screamer against Chelsea in the pre-season Graham, friendly. Graham, grow up, grow up. Graham. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, we want we want a moaner. Hey, we've, we've just got rid of one. We can't just have none of them in the team. But, but yeah, I can't remember who was in the comment was question when I said that I think Lammers would be a better target man. A target man just isn't like. All about like back in the eighties or the nineties. It's a target man can be someone can bring the ball down and like, have runners off him and stuff like that. It's not just all about kind of being the big bullied number nine. So uh, that's what I mean. I think Lammers once he gets up to speed to his Scottish game, I think he'd be, make a better target man to suit the team better because he'd be able to hold it up better. So, but obviously, sorry, I, I think Dessers gets overlooked. Um, with other parts of his game just because he's not been great in front of goal. I mean, I, look, he should have scored at least two the day, if we're being you know, brutally honest. He should have scored at least two. Um, but Craig, I, I, I think personally that you know the, the other work that he does, I mean, two assists against PSV, um, you know, he, he does hold that ball up well. I just think that all the other good work that he does gets overlooked. And I suppose I can understand why, because he is supposed to be a striker. Yeah, I mean, we had that for about eighteen months with Alfredo that everyone was giving him, giving him a wide berth because he was because of all the other work he was doing. Um, do I want Dessers to be getting one or two goals a game? Absolutely. But like we said before the game, if if we come away every single game with a two 0 win, I don't really care who gets the goals as long as we're winning every game. Um, if Dessers only scores eight goals this season, but we have five or six players that all score eight goals and we win the league and we win a cup, I'm I'm more than happy. Um, I'd rather that than Dessers be this sort of 25-goal striker and we end up at the end of the season with with nothing in the trophy cabinet. For me, it's, I'm looking at the bigger picture and the goals will come. He needs one. And I, I thought it was going to be the goal against Savet, um, the one that he sort of just bounced off him. I, I thought that was going to be the thing that would, would push him on. Um, he's going to need one and then I've, I can see him going on a bit of a run. Um I mean, we're, we're still looking at five or six games into the season, and this is a player that was injured for the last couple of months of last season has got back into got back into fitness. And I, I do honestly, genuinely believe every every single like the team, every single game Dessers has played, he's looked better than the previous games. And I thought he had a decent game today. Um, if he scores that one after sort of 15, 20 minutes um, that Booth puts in, maybe then he gets another one. Yes, absolutely. Uh, RM just said, can, into- can Craig just double check his microphone? Yeah, I, 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 I keep getting a fright. <laughs> <laughs> I do as well. It gets a bit crackly sometimes. Um, yeah, Des is getting into the right positions. Does need a little bit of luck. Listen, he's, he's played in a lot of good leagues, and, and I think it's like one in 2.4 over a career, which is not a bad going for a strike. And I think in terms of what Bill's trying to build, is a team that scores goals from everywhere. So, Maybe we haven't signed a 30-goal striker in Dessers or Danilo, but what we are going to get is maybe 40 goals for the pair of them. Hopefully is the plan, but the, the goals are going to be spread. You, you're expecting Lammers to chip in, Cantwell to chip in, Raskin's going to be chipping in from, from time to time. 
Um, that that's what I think the plan is anyway, and I hope the plan is. But he's, he's certainly doing enough for me. I, lo- I like how many headers he wins. I didn't realise how good winning the ball in the air is. Even back to goal, he's, he's superb at winning the header. It's just a shame he can not put any of them in the net at the moment. But I'm sure that one will come. People are saying the reaction is in. I haven't got it up on my end just yet. So no. um, until we see it come through, I can't give you the audio just yet. Um, but we'll we'll keep it going. Uh, keep looking for it. If I do see it pop through, I'll bring it straight up. Um, just a quick can update. We, can, on this. can we also just though, Stu? We've seen yeah. the difference in some players already under Beal through a, a wee bit of extra coaching, a wee bit of extra time. Not every player's going to settle at the same time, so uh, we we can't just jump on Dessers back. Um, and I know that we don't, and I know that our support. I mean, I put a wee joke out on Twitter and. You expect it from them, um, not to get it. But you know, so, some of our support don't have a sense of humour either. Um, so, and uh, we don't tend to give players that much time. But just got off his back a wee bit. There you go. You've been told by the boss. Um, just a little update on the Scottish Premiership. It is currently uh, Hibs nil, Livingston one. Not really much of a shock, I think, to anyone. I think they're actually in a bit of trouble this season. Um, and Motherwell nil. Potentially champions elect Kilmarnock one as well. So Jeez there you go. They they have started like a steam train this season. So um, going a bit crazy there. So back to our game then. Um, who was on last? I'll, I'll go to Martin. It's always good. He, he always likes a he likes a good chat. Um, looking for the team again. Another one that I, I wanted to sort of bring up because although we won the game and I think we won it comfortably, we could have been out of sight. Jack Butlin again, absolutely solid for me. One frightful moment uh, where he comes out and misses the ball by a country mile. Um, but luckily it was clear, so it didn't matter too much, but it came up with some solid saves. I think apart from wandering into no man's land, I think that's twice he's done it now overall. His positioning is pretty solid in terms of the way he sets himself for shots. There's a couple of little snapshots from Jordan White earlier um, and he got down really well for them. And he's just a big presence. And, and I think the team already, you're seeing that confidence that they have in him is starting to emit through the team now because we we don't look, you know, we're, we're always going to be shaky from crosses. I think this thing is just one thing that this defence is going to have. But I think that you're seeing now, you know, for, for me anyway, Goldson has been pretty much a, a rock in terms of winning everything in the air, as has Suter. Suter throws himself in front of everything anyway. But it just seems that the confidence they're getting from Jack Butler means that they're a bit more confident in terms of what they're doing. They're, they're not overthinking things they're not playing silly passes um in the area anyway we are playing a few of them outside the area across our own goal but just overall i think you know pound for pound butlin's butlin's been a, a fantastic addition to the team mother's day is around the corner find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from blue nile from timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones blue nile has something she'll adore need it fast most items can ship overnight Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Butlin's a, a phenomenal goalkeeper. You don't you don't get picked for England if you're not a good goalkeeper, right? Um, but I don't think we will see anywhere near the best Jack Butland possibly this season. Um, certainly not until at least halfway through it because let's not forget this guy came to us after playing virtually zero football in three years um, he's had very very little 
um, match time. There was one incident in the first half, I think it got ruled, it was an offside or a free kick or something, where Simon Murray hits the ball at him and it just kind of hits off him and Jordan White probably should score and then you've got uh, from a corner in, in the second half, he, he doesn't really deal with it very well and that's a couple of times, so that's something that he needs to work on. But uh, we're not going to see the best Jack Bolton for a while yet, the guy is so short of match practice. And by the best of them, I'm talking about Maury's concentration, which is probably one of the, the main things you need as a Rangers goalkeeper. Because 99% of the time, you know, you've got nothing to do and then you need to make a and you need to make that one save that either gets you the points or, or, or whatever. So Jack, no, listen, Jack Button's a phenomenal goalkeeper. He's so commanding, he's so tall. Um, not the best with the ball at his feet, but he's getting you can see within each game he's getting better. Um, and like you say, he gives the defence that confidence that it maybe lacked under McGregor last season. Um, so, no, all in all, we, we've got, a, again, and, and I hate to say this because it sounds like we're, we're devaluing our own club, and, and it's not that. It's just that the position that our football club's in within Scottish football at this, this current time and, and where football is. Um, but, you know, if Jack Butland probably shouldn't be playing in Scotland. Jack, Jack Butland's a goalkeeper that could easily get into a Premier League team. Um, so, you know, I'm delighted that we've got him. And he he will save us points throughout this season. I have no doubt about it. Yeah, absolutely. Don't don't think I'll be arguing there. I love Jack Butland. I thought he was going to be a cracking signing. So I'm glad he's he's proven that way. Uh, there you go, Graham Man, you 2-1. Uh, Ericsson getting one back. Uh, Don Patterson. Was it, was it from a, a Fernandez dive? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> Greetings from Jazz fans in sunny Oz. He's on the uh, the coast, Queensland. Uh, good result against Ross County. I bet you're enjoying the weather a lot more than we're enjoying that. Although uh, they've, fun. No, they've got pure dangerous spiders and all that. So just, just oh right, that's right then. Yeah, don't don't worry about the sun. Uh, but but thank you very much for tuning in, Don. Always good to see people from. All areas come and watch Rangers and come and watch the pod. Of course, I prefer, I prefer people from like really cold areas. You know. <laughs> Um, that's just because you're a cold person, mate. That's all that is. <laughs> yeah, <but> that's true. <laughs> um, right, so we're gonna we're gonna finish up by going to Lundstrom, and if I still haven't got the audio for Michael Beale, then I'll just read out his comments. It's up. Um, is it up? Yes. Uh, it's not up for me. So if you get, if you get the Norwich Wi-Fi, have you got the Norwich Wi-Fi? Yeah, I'm, I've got. What's this? Uh, oh, here we go. Oh, I have got it. All right, there we go. Cool. Right, so let me see if I can get this working. Um, First time doing this without the boss doing it. Uh, so here we go. Here is Michael Beale's comments after he spoke exclusively to Rangers TV following the 2-0 victory over Ross County. Michael, three points here in Dingwall this afternoon. What did you make of that performance? Really good performance. Good win. Exactly what we needed uh, away from home. So I'm delighted with the boys. Yeah, it was a great moment for Kamar Roof getting that first goal on, on his first start in a year. Yeah, fantastic. Delighted for him. It was a fantastic finish as well. And uh, Borna with another assist. And then and then James scores a, a fantastic solo goal. And at that moment, um, I thought we were going to push on and maybe score one more before, before half-time. But all, all in all, I thought Ross County kept going. They become quite direct second half. We had big chances, over 20 shots again, and maybe should go and extend our lead. But I'm delighted with the clean sheet as well. You touched on it before the game about getting the fullbacks higher up the pitch and, and both James and Borna had a, a huge impact today. Yeah, they they do. When you look at the stats, they do. And certainly with the type of forwards, you know, it was really unlucky of a header there, Abdullah, when he came on. I thought uh, they were really positive. I thought it was good in wide areas all day, both defensively and in attack. And then when we changed it and brought Rabi on and Abdullah on, 
um, it stretched Ross County out. And in those moments, we looked really dangerous again. And a positive also for the squad to, to see Tom Lawrence back and, and getting stronger as the week's gone. Delighted. I can't express how much we've missed Tom and Kamar in terms of their age, experience, but most importantly, the quality and leadership they bring this group. We've got a lot of new players coming in, new into the league, and it's important some of these guys now really step up and help them. And uh, we had the mix quite right today. We have a nice mix of the new and the old, and, and the subs, I thought, all came and had an impact on the game. So I'm delighted we go down the road with no injuries, and, and now we can look forward to midweek. Yeah, it is the start of, of course, a big week and, and great to kick it off with three points here. Yeah, it's nice to kick it off with three points. And uh, yeah, now we can recover in the next couple of days and start preparing for a huge night on, on Wednesday over in Eindhoven and safe travel to all the fans that are going over as well. Heckled by a seagull. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wouldn't stop with it. There you go. Um, so that is Michael Bill's thoughts on the game. I'll come to you first in Craig. Again, you know, I find his presses like sort of hit and miss, to be honest. Um, sometimes he, he waffles and, and sometimes he talks a lot of facts. Um, I think, you know, pretty standard path of the course today. I think he pretty much called everything spot on. But it, what I liked was that he did sort of touch on the fact that we were good in the wide areas, but it, it obviously was very intentional to, to start like that and, and bring Rabi and Seymour on to, to stretch the game late on. Yeah, I can't really argue with anything he said. Um, it was all, all pretty positive. Um, and I think we've said before that was seemingly the tactic to sort of keep it that first hour, obviously the way we'd set up and then bring those two players on when, when Ross County's players had tired a little bit. Um, and I think today it was one of those days where you'll take the three points. Yes, we probably could have got a couple more goals, but we'll take the three points and prepare for Wednesday. Yes, absolutely. And, and Graham, I mean, just sort of starting to finish up now. Um, do you think any of these players have played themselves into contention for, for Wednesday that maybe wouldn't have been in the manager's first thoughts? Or do you think his, his team is already picked um, to start the game, at least? I think with, with Jack being on the bench, I think he comes straight back in for Lundstrom. For me, uh, a good chance if Fuentes comes back in. Uh, but I think the one that's played himself into the game for midweek is Matondo with that performance, I must admit. Also, I was a big critical, but that's two games now where he's... I thought it was, he made an impact in midweek and then it was a, a better impact today. I think just unlucky not to get a goal and that would have maybe rounded it off today. But I think he's got a good chance of coming in in midweek because I think we'll need pace on the break. So I think that's where, where he could benefit us. I don't think Brilliant. he starts Matondo. I don't think he starts him against PSV. I think he starts Seema. Um, I think that's just the way that the manager's going to go. And uh, listen, Graham, I've just had a message off of somebody who asked to do a welfare check on you because of the man you score, right? So don't <laughs> shake your head, right? Because I need to do a welfare check when we're finished. Um, but I, I think that's the way that he goes. I, I, I think he brings Matondo on um, against uh, against PSV. And look, the manager touched on it there. The only real negative for me, um, because you're going to concede chances, etc. right? The only negative for me was that we didn't score more goals. That was it. Yeah, yeah, it's and um, just sort of finishing off then on a play I wanted to touch on earlier, but I didn't, Martin. Um, are we in the midst of another John Lundstrom redemption arc? Yes. Absolutely. I don't know. I've no idea. <laughs> um, he's he's come on and he's and he's done well. I don't. Maybe 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 John's a, a confident. Maybe we've got too many confidence players. Uh, maybe maybe that's one of our yeah. issues. 
Um, but when he's on it and he's up for it, you know, he, he looks every bit the player who we were screaming about is the best on earth. Um, it's just it's, it's up to John, isn't it, to, to carry it on? Um, will he get a, a long enough run in the team or is the team going to be constantly switched up? Does that maybe suit John? You know, not playing every week and, and, and coming on in certain games? I don't know. Um, but we'll, we'll wait and see. It's, it's hard to predict with players, isn't it? Because, I mean, how, how long was Borner off the pace and now Borner looks good? Uh, Lundstrom is off the pace, now Lundstrom looks good, Matondo was off the pace. I mean, what's the chances all these players go back off the pace at the same time? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, that's the problem. Can I just add on Lundstrom? I thought first half, he was, uh, was better in the first half because he was actually playing balls forward and kind of mm. whipped it into Cantwell and Lammers. It was the second half, I thought he kind of went a wee bit back himself again. So, again, it's inconsistency. He goes half to half, never mind game to game with some of the players. So, it's something we need to work on, obviously, and I think we could still do a lot more on the training pitch to get maybe a wee bit of sharpness and you know more patterns of play that I would like to see. But again, midweek and today, I've seen improvements. That's the first two games I've seen improvements. So hopefully yeah. it continues. Well, what I would say is, see if we had that first 45 minutes against Kilmarnock at the start of the season, not one of us would be sitting here right now discussing how much the team needs to improve. So that, for me, is massive improvement. You're seeing it week on, week on, week. And and. I watched that first 45 a day and I sat down to watch the second and we didn't come out and start very well, but I had none of that in my head where I was worried. Not one bit of it did I look worried because the first half, I seen a few comments about Raskin. First half, Raskin was all over the park. I thought Raskin was brilliant in the first half. Um, so you're never going to play perfect throughout 90 minutes of football. But today, in that first half, something for me just seemed to click. And like you mentioned, that was without Cifuentes. That was without... Cantwell had a poor game. Cantwell wasn't really at it for mm. much of the game. So that wasn't even Cantwell at it. Um, so, you know, I, I think coming away from that game, uh, a tricky wee place to go to, um, playing really well. Um, we have a massive game in Europe to look forward to. Um, the treble dream is still on. Um, so uh, there, uh, there's so many reasons for us to sit here and be positive. There is, and Paul uh, has worked out how we're going to beat PSV. We were starting on that, by the way, is just to play 12 players. So that's all <laughs> we need to do. Now, to be fair, he corrected it. He dropped Seymour out on the second time, but I had to pull him up on it. Um, so we will leave it there. It's uh, let everyone get back to watching the rest of the football this weekend and another enjoyable one because we picked up three points, which is always the most important thing. Uh, thank you very much to Craig, Graham and Martin for joining me. Thanks very much to mm -hmm. all of the chat, all of the new members that joined. Um, Jerry, Cammy renewing um, and James with all the donations as well. It's very much appreciated. Um, and until tomorrow, where we'll be back again, where the boys will pick over the bones of the game a bit more in depth than I did today um, and probably a bit better, if I'm honest. Um, but until then, we will see you guys very, very soon and enjoy the rest of your weekend. Thank you very much. Podcast Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere 
and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.